Welcome to the Defiant Business Podcast. A business podcast produced by Defy the Status Quo for forward-thinking businesses and savvy professionals looking to defy the status quo of mediocre customer experiences, barely surviving businesses, and haphazard business development. We'll explore best marketing and sales practices, improving business processes, attracting your ideal clients or customers, striking your perfect work-life balance, business basics, intentional inclusion in business, and so much more. Thank you for joining me today. Let's do this. In today's episode, Shelly Brown and I dive in a little bit into this notion of identity. And I had to ask her, you know, if I'm not who I think I am, then who am I? I am sure you probably get this question in your workshops, and I've already decided I won't edit this out (laughs) in an effort to be genuine. But if I am not who I think I am, and, and you're mentioning all of these things, and I'm like, okay, you know, when I think of myself, I'm thinking, okay, I'm the entrepreneur, I'm the mom, I'm the lady with the chickens. Um, you know, these are things that I consider to be to be who I am when people ask. So if I am not that, and arguably I, I get the point too, we gave away our chickens last year because we thought we were moving, and now I, I'm the lady with the chickens again. So how are we supposed to figure it out? If if we're not those things, these things that matter and have so much meaning and value in our lives, at least while they're there, like running or my service time, I mean, that that was hard, getting out of the Army. They didn't prepare me for that part. They didn't prepare me for that part where I was going to be out of the Army and and then I was I went from being in the Army to being a stay-at-home mom, and I was not prepared. I was not, and I was pregnant. I was not prepared for that. Um and I think that in a way I still feel like there's something missing from from when I served. There was some there was something about the way I felt while I served that I'm not sure I've completely gotten back, you know, that particular pep in my step. So how do we figure it out? Well, that's a really that's it's a very powerful question. So, you know, I used to walk around saying I'm a runner, I'm a runner, I'm a runner. I wasn't a runner, I'm somebody who ran. Mm. I used to be a bodybuilder, so I, I get that. Yeah. I, I was somebody who lifted a lot of weights and walked around on stage in shiny costumes. So we are, we are, all we are is conscious, we're consciousness. And this is a much longer conversation. And you'll always be a mom because you gave birth to children. That's true. But, so it's a part of who you are, but it's, it's not your full identity. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's not my essence. It's okay. And and you loved serving and you loved being in the army, but it's not who you are. It's something you did. That's true. The army did a really good job of making you feel like it was who you were, though. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm out of the point. <laughs> We can do and and we can have all these parts of our lives that are really really important to us, and it isn't it it doesn't mean that they lose their value or importance, but we we are just consciousness. I mean that's that's what we are, and if we go around grabbing hold of things again that we could lose. 
how can we define ourselves by things that are impermanent? You're always going to be a mom. That is permanent. You know what I mean? That can't change. But how many people are suffering because they lost a job? And I'm not talking about the economic suffering. I'm talking about ego suffering. I'm talking about that loss of, oh, my gosh, I'm no longer this and, 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 and how we suffer because of that loss. Right. It, right. It, and how many women suffer because they're not a certain body shape or size or they don't look a certain way or because they don't look like Barbie or because the numbers on the scale are up five pounds this week and they mean that that something's wrong with who they are suffering that that doesn't have to be right right so it's it's a lot longer conversation but that's kind of the essence of it so i'm sure by now everybody who's watching is probably wondering the same thing but you said you were a writer are you writing a book about this because i feel like i need to read it <laughs> i'm writing a book but um it's a lot of it is the my funny observational humorous experiences about life because I always had to take a freight train to a roller coaster down a rabbit hole to learn a lesson. <laughs> and so I started writing years ago about just how I processed through life and the book is going to be organized so that it's sort of those types of stories and that it evolves into how I process through now. Mm-hmm. But they're funny and quirky and weird and they're relatable because it's just me bearing witness to, to this life experience. And I'm also a big proponent of, of joying it forward, you know, to, to spread the joy um, you know, even when I bear witness to painful things, I really don't open up the curtain and show all the crap. I kind of like look at it kind of in the shadows. Okay. 